Shalom of Rach, welcome to Avim Bez Hashem, continuous in Kuf Kavches, Sif Lamed Ches, number 298, in Hilchus Nisias Kapayim, and the Mechabah tells us in Sif Lamed Ches. We all, know, we all know, in fact, the parashiyos that we're learning now with the daughter of Nevi'u about a Koyin cannot do a Voida if he drank wine. Okay, he cannot do a Voida if he drank wine. So, the question is how much wine apostles and validates a Koyin from doing a Voida? Where we'll see a similarity to that same halacha in regards to duchning uh, giving berachos kahanim. Says the mechaber shasur revius yai mevasachas. If a person drank a revius of wine in one shot, loy yises kapav he cannot duchin shasan v'shnei pamim. However, if he drank the same amount of wine in two gulps or shenasan l'soichem at ma'im or he diluted it a little, is mutter he is permitted then to Dochin to give the bracha. Says the Mishra Sif Kod Nikuflam at Zayin on the bottom of the page. If he drank or reveals a wine at one time, the Berchus Kahanim Medamin Lavoida, because the halachas of giving the brachas are similar to that of Avoida of the Kahanim working in the base of Middash. If a coin would drink or reveals of wine in one shot, be also for him to Dochin, also to do the Avoida. He cannot work in the base of Middash. So too, a reveals in one shot. Can invalidate him from giving the berachos kahanim. However, if he diluted it or he drank in more than one gulp, he diluted even just a little. Then his mutter he is permitted to duchin the bechay gavna. Turn the page b'mikdash and nechayiv in the base hamikdash. He would be permitted to do that avoda to work. It's an is. In other words, not that he's permitted. He he. He still shouldn't do the Avaidah, but it's, he would not be obligated, he would not be Chayev. Therefore, when it comes to Nesiyah's Kapayim of the Koyin giving the Brachas, which is less severe than the Koyin doing the work in the Beis HaMikdash, so therefore, if it was diluted or if he drank in multiple gulps, then he would be permitted to Dochen. That is part one. Continues the Mechavar. If he drank more than Revius. Now he drank more than Revius. Even though it was diluted. Even if he drank it numerous sips. He's not permitted to duchin. Until the wine is out of his system. So in the second case we're discussing where he drank more than Revius. If he drank more than Revius, even if it's diluted, and even if he drank it in numerous sips, he still is not at a dochen until the wine goes out of his body. Sif cotton kof mem, afapishu mazog, gavna Because in that case, if he drink more than Revius in the base of Migdosh, and then the person would be liable, he would be responsible, be punished for his drinking. And we all know the punishment we saw already is what? What's punishment for drinking and doing Avaida? It's Misa, right? That's what's happened in the... In the, in the, in the, in the video, right? right? That's, that's the Parsha. Mom, it's exactly the Parsha. Right? Are there other theories on why they die? There are other reasons, but but the Mufurish, the one explicit in the Torah, there, I think the Malman brings five different reasons. Uh, maybe others bring other reasons as well as to, to what they might have done wrong. Kufmim Aleph, Sivkon Kufmim Aleph, Achi Yosa Yenoi, 
the Mishnaru reminds us of what we learned here together in Simon Tzadi Tassif Beis, where a person is not permitted to daven if he is intoxicated until the wine leaves his system, and that is discussed in Simon Tzadi Tassif Beis. So he says, look over there, what that means until the wine leaves your body. Now, I'm going to share with you something I don't have an understanding with, so I want to put that on the table first. So when you ask me a question, I t- I'll tell you, I, like I told you, I don't understand. Okay? So he says like this, All the types of beverages that intoxicate a person, such as schnapps or the like, says the Magnifram, Even the person cannot speak in front of a king that by tefil is usher, by duchning is permissible. So now, now, the, the basic understanding is the Magnavram is learning it has to be a, a wine because that's what the Torah says is also. It doesn't mean it, it, you know that the person became shikr because he had he had uh, you know a good good bottle of schnapps. That's that's not what it means. That's the Magnavram. However, he brings further that in regards to tefillah, it's called an abomination down in front of Hashem like this. When a person is intoxicated with other beverages, by Nisius Kapayim, says the Magin of Ram, by Nisius Kapayim, it is permissible. Now, the Shulchan Rav explains that by Tefillah, a person is standing literally in front of Hashem. And the drunken person cannot speak to the king. As opposed to by Birchus Kahanim, Shemedaber El Ha'om. By Berchus Kahanim, you're not speaking to Hashem, you're speaking to the nation, to the congregants. Mm. So it's it's even if a person is shikr, according to this understanding, that's why it'd be allowed. Now it's still, of course, you know, uh, very 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 hard to digest. No pun intended here, right? It's he's giving the brachas, he's being the conduit, he's being the shliach for for Hashem, and, and he can't stand straight. He, he's slurring the words. Maybe he's saying clear enough to get the brachas out. Still hard to understand. Okay. Unless the person reached a level of loit when he was drunk, where that's even a whole different level, then even if his beverages other than wine, he is still, he, then he would not be permitted to dochen. Then he'd be considered to be like a shoite, like a, like a fool. The many achreinim disagree with this Magin of Ram, and they say, if a person is drunk, we don't care what he's drunk from, whether it's wine, whether it's whether it's vodka, whether it's any type of alcoholic content, he is forbidden to dochen. Now, interestingly enough, which might shed some light on the Muggin of Rum, who said that it's only wine that will invalidate a person from Nuchening, Yain Megitoi, grape juice also, says the Muggin of Rum, is also if you drink grape juice to Nuchen. Wow. So it's not a matter of being intoxicated, it's a matter of the source of where the beverage comes from. Lesser than he says, Kapayim. However, once again, Many disagree because it does not intoxicate a person. 
make a lot of sugar, a sugar high, but you will not become intoxicated from from grape juice. So you see over here the approach the market firm is coming from is what's the source for this intoxicating or this beverage in the first place? And if it's coming from the grape, that's where the problem is. If it's coming from the wheat or whatever, the, something else, and it, it can intoxicate, it's irrelevant. That's not a problem according to Magen Avram. But as we said, many Achreinim disagree with that. We continue now in Sif Lametes. The Mechavah tells us if a Koyen does not have one of the disqualifying blemishes that we discussed previously, or he has he is able physically to duchin like we discussed earlier, he can keep his hands up and he can say the words, and everything is good. But there's a problem. What's the problem? He's not 100% keeping the mitzvahs properly. He's not doing all the mitzvahs properly. And people are mumbling that we don't really want this person up there. He's not doing the mitzvahs the best way. Says the Shulchan Aruch, says the Mechaber, nonetheless, he can still do him. Why? What's the reason behind that? So, if a person doesn't do mitzvah A, should he not do mitzvah B? That, that doesn't make any sense. If a person doesn't do mitzvah A, okay, so do mitzvah B. doesn't mean I'm not going to do anything. So that's the basic understanding here as well. All the Averus do not hold the person back from Duchni. Which, we're going to see the Mishnah Rura, that's the way we explain is the understanding that, if you give an example, a person, he's doing Avera A wrong. So he shouldn't he shouldn't give stalker, he shouldn't do chesed. Like what, what's the connection, right? Somebody needs to do chesed, do help with chesed anyway. This is another mitzvah, the tiger mitzvahs. However, you can make an argument and say like this: He is he is up there on, on the bima, on the, he's, a, he's on the platform. He's giving a bracha to all the to the whole seabird. He's representing the elite of Klai Yisrael. He should be a person of a certain stature. Because the brach is coming through him. That's like, if you will, a havamina. The original thought that we had in this halach, which we say, no, that's not the halach, that's not the approach. says the Mishra says, so the Koyin doesn't have any blemishes. He's not doing the mitzvahs the best way. Now, and even if he is not so uh, strict with very serious mitzvahs, just like arayas or uh, immorality or the like, still he would be permitted to dochin. And the Mechari says that you have here that the, the, the congregants are complaining. What's going on? Why should it be dochining? And even if it's true that, that uh, who's, look at the words here, that it's publicly known to everyone with his Evil behavior. That's the words he uses. Evil, evil behavior. Nonetheless, just as long as it's not idolatry or murder, he's allowed to do it. Okay? He didn't say adultery. Idolatry. You didn't say adultery. I didn't. I said idolatry. <laughs> yeah. So idolatry or murder. These, 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 these guys. He did not say. 
Well, yeah, but he specifically did not say he did not say uh, adultery. He didn't he didn't include that in here. You know, he didn't mention that. You know, uh, it's not saying because it's gimel chamurais. In fact, he said earlier that he is not so good with the the moral uh, compass, but he could still dochen. Okay, um, I'm not saying he should be dochen, but he could still dochen. Now, sev kote in the kuf mem vav the. The Mechaber says, "Shein shar averus moinin nesias kapayim." Other averus will not prevent the coin from dochening. Hayna afilu loy also tshuva achatov. He says it like this: even if he didn't do tshuva on his other averus, on his other averus, <coughs> he's still at a dochen. Vatam kosev Rambam. Now listen to the words of the Rambam. This is such a beautiful Rambam. It gives a whole proper understanding of what is taking place by nesias kapayim. It gives such an appreciation, and and you know comes for us Ashkenazim here in Chutzlaritz. I feel like like, like it's an embarrassing to say like we're in Chutzlaritz. You should be embarrassed, you know. <laughs> okay, that we don't have duchening every day, as opposed to our Svardim cousins that do in Chutzlaritz. Look what he says. You're gonna appreciate when Shavuos comes around in a few weeks. What is Nesias Kapayim? What is duchening? Says the Rambam. Mitzvahs essay al kol koyin v'koyin shiroi nesias kapayim. There is a positive mitzvah for every single koyin that he has responsibility, unless he has a disqualifying blemish or he physically cannot do the duchening, he has to go duchen. And we don't say. Mr. Russia, you're doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, O, J, K, L, M, P, Q, R, S, T, V, all those things wrong. So you know what? You're not going to do this one either. Says the Rambam. That's, that's stupidity. That's absurd. You have a mitzvah to do. Go do your mitzvah. You're going you're to add to the list of things you're not doing right? Does that make any sense? Says the Rambam, don't ask me the following question in bewilderment. This person is a no good nick. Everyone will agree. He's a no good nick. No, no question about it. Okay? He could do shuva, but he didn't do shuva. So, how is his brachas going to help? How is his brachas, how is that going to help? Says the Raman, don't ask me that question. You know why? Mm. Explains the Rambam. What is taking place by Berchus Kahanim? You know what's taking place by Berchus Kahanim? The Kahanim are putting up their hands. They're saying the words, Hakodesh Baruch is giving the bracha. Hashem is giving the bracha. It's not the Kayin. So the whole question was, says the Rambam, don't ask me the following question. How is it possible that you can have this person who's doing all these averas get up there and give the brachas? He's not giving the brachas. Hashem is giving the brachas. He's, he's creating the portal, if you will, because of his lineage to give the bracha. That the bracha should rather should come through Hakadosh Baruch Hu to Klai Yisrael. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu is giving the bracha. Right. The question was, do his averus create the blockage? So the answer is, if he's the one giving the brachas, no, no, then no, you can ask the question. No. He's not giving the brachas. But since he's he's since opening the, the door. 
I, I want to say something else, that if this Koyen, who is not on the right level, would be explained to him how, how because of his lineage, that he's connected to Aaron Koyen, it might maybe bring him back. It might encourage him to do tshuva, because he realizes, wow, I have that ability for Hashem to give the brachas through my, as you said, the windows of my fingers to Klai Yisrael, to the nation, the congregation, he, he might feel how special he is, and he might bring it back to do the mitzvahs. He should listen to the words of the bracha. Hashem should listen to the mitzvahs. Yeah, he should listen to the bracha that he's saying. That's right. Okay, I thought this is a very beautiful Rambam, and this is like one of the most powerful, for me, powerful pieces of all these halachas. It was just Siflam and Tess already that we learned in, in uh, understanding what's going on with Berchus Kohanim. In regards to the physical defects, we had mentioned that the, bro- the, the bracha is for who? For Klai Yisrael, for the people listening. We are going to be distracted and not receive the brachas properly because we're going to be distracted looking at his physical defects. You see, once again, it's not necessarily him that has the problem. It's we that have the problem because we're going to be staring now. And we're not going to be focusing and saying Amen properly and, and being mikabel and receiving the bracha. So once again, you're actually your point is was well taken that intrinsically he could really give the bracha. And the truth is, we said the Allah, that if he puts his hands and face under the talis, or if, if he has the physical defect but people are familiar with what it is, he's still allowed to dochen. Right? So it's once again that the responsibility of it is back on the recipients to make sure they're not distracted. Let's see a little further before the bell rings here in Sif Mem. A coin that married a grusha. What's a grusha? A divorced lady. So we know that Allah is a coin cannot marry a divorced lady. And if he marries a divorced lady, he cannot do And he doesn't get the first aliyah. You don't give him all those mitzvahs. A few licras but even to get the first aliyah in the Torah. Now, what happens if he divorces her? Should everything go back to normal? So you'd think so, right? That's not the case. Even if he divorces her or she died, it's still possible. He's still not permitted to do him. So you say, well, what do you want? What, what else? She's not alive anymore. He's, he, he's not going to, right? Says the Mechaber, Until this Koyen makes a neder, al das rabim, with the community, so to say, which the, a nether like that cannot be broken, such a nether like that, then he is permitted to duchim once again. He's permitted to get the first aliyah once again. A nether, a vow that he will never go back to marry and be involved with women that he's forbidden to be uh, married to. Explains the Mishnah Sifkat and Kufmim Zayin, Buadin, Chalolo, Vizayno, Echalutz, so to any other. Uh, women that he's forbidden to be married to, and that he did marry them, so he cannot duchin. This that we said, we'll say later on, uh, or, or we just said above rather, that other averes don't prevent a person from duchning. So there's a question, right? Because you, you asked me earlier about arayas. So arayas and this is two different things. In other words, Arias is immorality. This is also immorality. But the difference is this immorality is di- directly attacking his kahuna, his priesthood, if you will. Only by a virus that, that the kohanim are not instructed more than Yisrael. 
That's when they can still do it. However, what Kohanim are instructed to avoid more than Yisrael, they have to stay away from that. You can't have a Kohen getting up there if he's married to a Grusha. It, it doesn't work. Is a cholol? Is it, you know, right? Let's just finish here because the next year is going to, we'll take questions afterwards, please. Um, the Kedusha of the Kahanim gave him this ability to give the bracha. He he did what? He is Mechalel. He desecrated this Kedusha. So he can't go up now and Dochin. He desecrated it. Until he makes this Nedra Das Rabim. Uh, with the congregation that he will never do something like this again. A neder, a vow that he makes with such a public declaration cannot ever be annulled. But when it comes to other types of nedarim, it could be that he, the concern is he might go to the Chacham, I don't understand this by the way, he might go to the Chacham, the Tamil Chacham, and, and say, I like to annul my vow, and then he's going to go marry these people again. It doesn't make, I don't understand that, right? Right? So I just want to do it quickly. So he says here, why would he possibly do that? Because when it comes to Arias, we all know that the Yitzhahara for Arias is very strong. So he has to divorce her. There was a wide Machaber say he has to divorce her. Because we're talking about a case, even if he married, divorced later, and she died. Then he still can't. So obviously, if he divorced her, also can't until he makes this neder, this vow. And if he wants to keep her married, even though he made a vow not to get any benefit from her, he cannot he cannot get the first aliyah until he first divorces her and makes that neder, the vow, not to get any Hannah and not to ever marry a lady like this again.